Hi, I'm Beth Guckenberger, and welcome to the Punch First Podcast. Today's day 18, and we are on the last letter of the combat acronym. We've been talking, Todd, about this tool that we developed to help create some muscle memory, to help have a repetitive, I know how to do this kind of response when we feel overwhelmed with any kind of spiritual attack. And at this point, the T, the throw the first punch part, I think one of the ahas for me when I was thinking through this content was sometimes I used to start with the T. And I didn't do all the other letters beforehand. I didn't confess my sin. I didn't think about what he was up to. I didn't remember the things that I knew were true. I didn't understand all the tools I had at my disposal. I just I just kind of flailed at the enemy and hoped that I landed a punch. And this idea of combat is by the time I get to this point, I'm I'm ready. My armor is on. My eyes are focused. My heart is aligned with God. I have spiritual confidence. I know we're going to win. Like I'm I'm absolutely ready to hit him. And at this point we should start to feel the victory before we even make metaphorical contact with the enemy. It's I mean you you know this for a long time the working title of this book was Damn Devil because I was talking to a friend of mine at first and she was going through this really hard situation in her life. And it was really obvious where there was a something on fire in her life. But there were all these like little pop-up fires, like things that didn't have anything to do with kind of the main fire, but they were all this peripheral attack and struggle. And when she would tell me like, you can't believe what happened today, this, this or that, I would text her back, damn devil, like, he sees you bleeding and he considers you low-hanging fruit and now he's trying to attack other areas in your life and for all kinds of reasons we did not uh, get the book to be titled damn devil but i even made i even did a retreat with some of my friends and i had bracelets made with the words damn devil on it because i wanted them to have something on their body to remember when something was happening to recognize it might be there might be more going on than what we just see with our eyes. And you and I talk about that all the time. Like it's so easy to just point the blame rod and focus on this was all me and I feel shame or this is all you and I feel judgment. But maybe, maybe the enemy has has a strategy where he's trying to take us out by land, air, and sea. Well and I when I think I mean, just take parenting, which is hard enough, right? I yeah. mean it's not hard like like um, painful, but but it's difficult. It's difficult to navigate sometimes we're we're preparing and fighting the enemy in our own parenting style life whatever but then if, what if we open up the perspective to know that even our kids are under attack yeah and that we want to help them punch first and and understanding where they might be coming from and i, I think it's been something that's been a shift for me it's not easy because you know as a parent or a father or a man or my own personality i can get my i can get in the way of my success but but the but the reality is that it's we got to realize that we're all doing it, and yes. I, and I and I think I think for you and I in particular, we punch first all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a part of our regular conversation, and mm-hmm. because it's part of our regular conversation, we're constantly aware. It it diminishes everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk all the sting is gone. The yes. enemy, you know, let's get it on the table. Let's confess it. Let's let's know that hey, this is the enemy. We're not 
blaming the enemy like an excuse. Right. It's not like, hey, well, the enemy made me do it. I, we got sick because of germs sometimes. We get flat tires because there's a pothole. <laughs> right, right, right. But but knowing we're aware of it. One time our son, um, we had a major fundraiser that we were, we were hosting and we went downtown to set up for the fundraiser and we came back from the fundraiser to get dressed because we were wearing formal clothing and and I had a knock on my bedroom door and our, our 16 year old son had only had his license for five days. And he comes to the door and in, in his hand is the tail light of one of our vehicles. And I immediately knew, do not take the bait. This is <laughs> this is not, this, the enemy wants to destroy this. Now, did he get in a car accident because he made a, a, a mistake? Yes. What did the enemy make him do it? No. But what the enemy could do to me and my heart and my mind is make me angry, right? And then take away- Make him shamed. Yeah, make him shamed. I mean, it's it's got this domino effect, but being super, I would say even spiritually sensitive to what God might want to, transforming me through this or even what the enemy might want to do and calling it out and punching first it's it's revolutionized what we are relationships we do it before we go on vacation we do it before one of our you know our daughter got married we did it we we do it on a sunday night before a monday morning like we talk preventively and you and i have talked for a long time about how expectations are like premeditated resentments like just just having just increasing communication, just having the conversation takes the teeth out of the tiger. I mean, he still tries to bite you. It's not like we're attacked any less. We're just more ready for them when it comes. Yeah, I think even last night, I mean, something simple. Last night I get home, I say, what are your expectations for the evening? Mm -hmm. Because I know that's where the enemy can tend to divide us mm -hmm. because we both think, oh, I'm gonna get this done, I'm gonna get this done, or we're gonna sit down as a family and sing Kumbaya. We have opinions about how the other person is gonna spend their evening. Yeah, and it's they're pretty strong opinions and their desires and wants, and, and those are great things too, but- um, And we use carrots and sticks to try to get our own way. I mean, that's just our nature. Like, right, And then you start manipulating, you know, like, all kinds of absolutely. things. Absolutely. But if we can get it on the table and say, hey, what are your expectations? That's our method or our process of actually punching first and going, okay, we know that we can divide on these things. Mm. Let's let's get on the same page. And then I think, it, honestly, then we give grace one to another. It's it's actually kind of a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and instead of compromise where nobody wins because somebody always loses in a compromise, it's more of a, um, oh, like a grace thing. Like I want, I want you to be able to do what it is that you want to do tonight because I care about you. And so how can I make, how can I get my needs met and make sure your get needs get met? And now we're working together towards a common goal instead of against each other towards something that doesn't work. I was actually just thinking about, oh, before I, the very first book I ever wrote, I never had a um, system or an agent or nobody ever told me how to do it really. So I just, it just lived on my hard drive. And I had a, a contract with a big publishing company and it was due in 10 days and I fasted the last 10 days and I was carrying my laptop with me everywhere. And I was writing in the car during my son's soccer practice and I could tell afterwards he didn't see where I was parked. So I jumped out, yelled to him where I was and in that 60 seconds, someone broke the window of my car and stole my laptop. And I told everybody afterwards the devil did it. Like I had this really great message I wanted the world to know and it was spiritual warfare that was stolen. And I told the publishing company, hey, I'm sorry, I can't deliver the manuscript. I don't even have time to rewrite it. And they reminded me I had signed a contract and had no choice. So you checked me into a hotel one weekend, and I can remember sobbing through the table of contents, trying to remember the things I had written once and had no notes on. And I just started praying, and I felt like the Lord said to me, 
hey, instead of what you think the world needs to hear, why don't you just tell them what I've taught you? And the second time I wrote that book, which would become a book called Reckless Faith, it was far more compelling. And in the aftermath of that manuscript being done again, I remember thinking the enemy didn't steal that that computer. In fact, maybe even an angel himself did because it was a branch that was not going to bear fruit and the Lord cut it off. And so I think sometimes we can get all caught up in like, is it an angel or a demon? Is it my own sin or was I provoked? Like, who cares about that? Just in the midst of whatever circumstance we find ourselves in, talk to the Lord and listen to his instructions and move forward. He'll use all things for his good, whether whether it was a result of my own sin or enemy temptation. Just just move forward. That's that's the throw the first punch kind of advance the kingdom, take the hill, storm the gate kind of posture that's required. Yeah, and I, I, I think that's a good word. I think because really we're not just fighting a frontline battle. It's the the enemy's attacking from all around, and sometimes it's within our relationships. And but but being supernaturally spiritually sensitive to what would the enemy want to do, whether in me or in someone else or in our community or in our family, I, it's 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 definitely a different perspective. I want to also make it doesn't mean we don't do anything. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean we're passive. You know, it, it it doesn't mean that we 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 let things happen because we don't have conflict. It's not about that. It's about being persons of peace um, and, and and investing in relationship, but in bringing bringing God into the story, not not taking the enemy's bait. Absolutely. Well, I hope you and yours have a chance to have a conversation about what it looks like to throw the first punch, to be spiritually in a position of joining the Lord, First John chapter 3, the reason the Son of Man came was to destroy the devil's work. And we as co-laborers, co-heirs with Christ now get to join him in destroying the devil's work. So have some good conversation about what that looks like in your life.